Howdy, y'all. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big kickoff here. On 90, is it 96.4? It's been too long. It is. We're it's still here. Moving. Yeah, Hello. we didn't move. Hello, I'm back to wreck everyone's heads. I'm all, uh, I, it's all American sports now. I've, I'm no interest in this soccer ball. <laughs> uh, but yeah, welcome back to me, I should say. I was going to say welcome back to everybody. It's actually just it's me. It's all about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, here we are. It is 15th of November and it's now one minute past nine and myself and Roy are here again for another hour and we're kicking off literally straight away. We're obviously going to bring up Ireland from time to time. It's still currently nil all with 55 minutes to go. Have no idea if Rooney's on yet, but England went in 2-0. I get nil, you get nil. <laughs> yeah. So no doubt we'll be bringing up all that. There's plenty to talk about over the next hour, but we're going to literally get straight in because we have a guest in with us, uh, local referee and my good old neighbour, Mr James Smith. How do? How do? Um, we can't go obviously into a lot of detail about the incident, or well, you can't. Uh, but we all, I think everyone knows what happened over the weekend from shocking scenes in the Midlands League where, uh, I can't, God forgive me, I can't think of the guy's name again. It's, it's after leaving my head. Yes, don't worry about it. Are we not allowed? Well, we're going straight into a song now and then we'll discuss it. That's right, yeah. Ah. See, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I, I, it's going to take me a week or two. <laughs> uh, apparently, we go to a song and what, oh, Marty McFly. I was just thinking, Christmas is on the horizon. Yeah, we can tell you with it now. Yeah, we can tell you with Christmas it. Christmas is on the horizon. And Did you see the John Lewis ad yet? Yes. What do you think of it? Um, a lot of grumpy people giving out about it, but it was only at the very end I got it, you know, because he's basically saying, now don't get me wrong, he's getting paid a lot of money, let's not mess about, but that gift of that piano basically is what? Made his life. What's up? Oh, top PC. Very good. So basically, uh, yeah, it was that, pre- that was the present, yeah. the pre- three or four years of age, but it looks of it, but it, it was very clever the way they did it. It looked Went like back it was, in time. It, but it actually looked like it was Huey Lewis in the nose. <laughs> anyway, we won't talk about John Lewis anymore. Um, we've been shut up now. I forgot. We've an hour. I thought we two hours. I thought it was, uh, loud time. Loud time. Yeah. Loud it's uh, hinted. <laughs> okay, power of love. Go for Roy. And welcome <laughs> back to the big kickoff on Libby Sound 96.4 FM. After last week's disgraceful assault on Midlands referee Daniel Sweeney, we've invited junior schoolboy and schoolgirl, is that right, Jimmy? Junior referee, yeah. Junior referee, uh, James Smith, or Jimmy as we know him, in to give us a look into what a local ref's life is like. Jimmy, welcome to the big kickoff. Sound, thanks. How are you coming in from the car park? We are, Roy. Oi. Well, just no reason. Anyone out there waiting for you? Are you Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> never makes it. Jimmy never makes a bad decision. I was <laughs> <laughs> <Eyes> raised. <laughs> <laughs> We're on TV, Roy. <laughs> no one can see you. <laughs> right, Daniel Sweeney was left with serious Unreal. facial injuries, including a broken jaw following the match in Horsleap on Sunday. Jimmy, what was your initial thoughts? Crazy. Yeah. Um, Something that. You're expecting to see at some stage? I've, well, I've heard of people being assaulted and I've actually, I know one person who lives in Lucan who went chasing after a referee. With a golf club? <laughs> no. Oh, that's a different fella. <laughs> Was it I know another person. Oh, do you? Oh, you know him. You oh, both know him. Oh, well, I know him. Oh, yeah. 
was it was it, it, it Luke it, second team game? No, could have been. Has he got muscles? Oh yeah. <laughs> We're he talking, knows him. We're talking about the same person. His name so. rhymes with Schmish Michael. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't, no, doesn't, doesn't but <laughs> you could say it like that. But yeah, so, but you're not surprised by that something like this. Did you think that something like this was eventually going to happen? No, I didn't think it was going to be as bad. Mm. You hear of people being assaulted, the odd dig or whatever, you know, maybe a headbutt or something, but not to the extent of what happened, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. the abuse and the roaring and shouting is commonplace almost now at all levels. And I'm not saying it's been taken for granted, but that's been around for a long time. And unfortunately, you'll always expect to overstep the mark at some point. Yeah. But uh, I know you probably can't go into too much details or anything like that, but I presume the game went awry. Are there any ideas of what was going on in the game? Or I'm not, I'm not totally sure on what happened during yeah. the game. I'm not to- sure why whatever happened happened. But I do know that I went out of control, and even yeah. after he was assaulted, they were trying to break down the door, right, which the other team were trying to protect them. Yeah, and they were yeah, still okay. trying to break down the door. So this wasn't the sport moment, one-off no. thing. This it was, was a conscious was a decision. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, listen, we, we, because of this incident, and because there's been a lot of talk within, I suppose, schoolboy leagues of lack of referees and junior football for lack of referees and you know looking for more respect there is a question back to the start when you started refereeing why did you get into refereeing in the first place because if I was I wouldn't be one who would be interested in refereeing I wouldn't mind refereeing a game you know you know, just one off or whatever but mm. I don't know if I'd feel I'd want to go out because there is a lot of uh, hassle and all to it so what, when you went to do refereeing initially why did you want to get into refereeing? Well, I played up until, I don't know, I was probably about 30. And then the old knees, the grinds and all just went. And around then, coaching wasn't the end thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. So to keep your involvement, I seen a course, done it. I enjoyed it. Mm. And I love it. Okay. Right, so it was just... Stay in the game. Stay in the game. Yeah, because the love of the game, like you know. What I mean? Is there an age limit? Like you know, I know the pros are like forty-five or forty-four. Is there an age limit in 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 junior refereeing or to finish? At? Yeah. Oh, not that I know of. No. Yeah. No. 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 Well, in fairness, we've seen a few refs. Jesus, he because they can't get them. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Like I've done a course there before Christmas, hmm. and there's a, they were saying there's 120 referees that will do. A beginner's course and within three months 120 is gone 120 are gone yeah they can't no, get no, one referee no, out no, of the course I'm, I'm saying within the 120 you might keep say 20 of the, of the beginner's course or whatever 50 yeah, yeah. but you, you're going to lose other refs so they're not gaining anything okay because people they're losing are more than they're getting in yeah. they're basically yeah so they're losing established referees plus the 20 has it got that bad now where there isn't a referee game at the weekend yeah yeah it is now oh, at this point. Go on to uh, some of the, the Facebook and they're just looking for refs constantly. So when you're doing a course, <laughs> what does the course entail? It's starting off, a beginner's, beginner's course. course. Yeah. Well, that's one now starting in next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. And what does it entail? What, 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 what are you going to get from that if you wanted I'm to be a ref? Doing it. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. You don't love your son, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's almost getting like the priesthood, sort of, like no one's no, going in there either. Like, you're, you, obviously, he's going into it. So, what advice are you giving him? To what advice? Um, but you know what it's li- you know what it's like. I know what it's like, but I think it depends on your character as well as of how you go out onto the field as well. Yeah. Like I go out, my attitude during the day, every day, is have a laugh, a joke, and be mm. and have a bit of crack, and that's mm. the way I go out as refereeing as well. Mm. There's no point in going out and being the hard ass mm-hmm. because it'll only backfire on you. Yeah. Moods so are moods yeah, are you try, and, you try and break the ice. If there's someone yeah. losing the head in the you try and have a bit of banter. Yeah. If he has a shot, gee, he tells crap. What are you shooting for? And you yeah. turn around and they have a bit of banter then with you. Yeah. And you you lose the tension. Like there's the famous, um, well not famous, but the the Satanta or well it's now whatever it is. Remember the guy, his name I can't think of his first name. Kelly is his name. He ended up being yeah. coach for the MLS. Yeah. But you remember he was doing like Liverpool and whoever it was in Aviva, but they had him mic'd up and. It was so fun listening to him, and he'd say the odd thing, "Jeez, good ball to a guy near him," yeah, and it just keep him cool and keep him calm. And then all of a sudden, he's like, because he's mic'd up to his mate, and Coutinho did something. He's like, "Jeez, this guy's a bit special, isn't he?" And then there was another free kick, and I can't like, say exactly what F and L that was brutal. To I think it was like even somebody like Stephen Gerrard. And all of a sudden, you know, you can kind of see yourself. Do you know what? When something kicks off, the, the player will look at that ref and go, "He's not a hard. I'm not going to go as hard. I'm, yeah. I might talk to him instead of." Just looking down on them, yeah. you know. It's, it's see, that, it, yeah, you're right. You can do that on the park, right? You can do that with the players, but it's totally different when you're trying to do it with the yeah. coaches. Hundred percent. Because the coaches just have goggle vision, and that's it. That's it. And are they obsessed now? Because well, it's just what I see the odd time when I'm on the sideline. Are they obsessed thinking that they can influence refs now by literally every time the whistle's blown? Hey, and oh, yeah. they have no idea what it's for, and they know full well it's a good decision. But mm. you, you find there's re- there's managers that that's the tactic now. Oh, Just get out yeah. and we'll break it. Yeah, yeah. Like some, I know one manager who's around here has been told that he can't, he's not allowed to shout anymore. Yeah, because he just constantly as soon as the ball's over the top. Whether it's onside or offside, yeah, yeah. he's just yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. people are just some refs just go straight ahead after a while. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. And when you're doing a course. Do they prepare you for that? Is there is there elements of that that you're prepared no. for? Do they need or a fan? Just, do they need a coach in the side? And, and shout, yeah. Yeah. How is he? Yeah, yeah. You're brutal, when ref. You're, you're brutal. When you're doing your exam, that's a shy pen you have. That's a crap. Yeah. <laughs> Look at say your boots. <laughs> do they? So they don't prepare you in that. It's just you get learn the rules and then Blows you're out. of the game. You go out and do a bit of practical outside or wherever and all that, but. You, you don't prepare for what you're going to come up against. Should like they? There's no little half an hour, hour there, chat of yeah, is what there a might way? happen. But, but, okay, you might say, people might say to you, all right, you might get it told something could happen to you, but until you experience it, you don't know what's going to yeah. happen. How, you how you're going to react, yeah, yeah. Because everybody has a different temperament. Yeah. Is it a case that the they're doing courses now with referees? You were saying there's probably a desperation for referees now that they're getting them... In doing the course, learn the rules, throw them out there, rather than educating them. Where See, probably the best thing would be to, as you said there, that you, you don't know how you're going to react to someone shouting at you. It, it, is to have a referee guide or something go out with that's you. That's what they were talking about when last year when I was doing my seminar and all. But there's not enough referees there to do it because if I go out, it's, with, it's the right thing. If I go out yeah, with a new yeah, referee, it's a sad there's fact. no ref doing this game. Yeah. yeah. So you're, if you have your match on and I have to go out and do something else, you're, you're without a ref, so your game is gone. Yeah. But I presume that's what they would do if there was strength in numbers, I presume. They would have well, guys the who are assessing it, them, whatever. 
that, like when we were on the seminar, they asked us for ideas, and a lot of us said, "Why can't you have somebody going out?" Because, like in theory, or I'm not saying it has to be, or maybe it's something that they would like. But in theory, should somebody go out and assess you at least once a season and go out and say, "Right, assessed." Right. Okay. Up until last year, I wasn't assessed probably for ten years. Yeah. Within the last year, probably been assessed about seven times. Right. So it's obviously stepped up. Why is that? I don't know. You get bad reports about you. You're no. being reported, are you? Well, I've been asked to step up, but I told him no. Ooh. Oh. There you go. James there. No, it, I, it's, I'm happy with what I do. Yeah. I don't want to be going into trios and all that. I've done trios a long time ago, and what happens is you're basically told what to do. Can I get you to explain what trios is in case anyone doesn't know? Referee and two lines one? Yeah. No, I knew that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Didn't. <laughs> but... The person in the middle controls everything. Turn your what, mic happen- off. what happens is, if he he's if he's a stauncher, he could turn around to you and say, "I don't want you putting your flag up for any free kicks." I'll call. Them. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, like, of course. What's the point of me being there? Yeah. yeah, I'm here to do a job. Let me do my job. Mm. If you don't like it, so. And is there co- continuous? Uh, you said you did a course not so long ago. So is there continuous courses? And what yeah. do them courses we entail? We have to do. Or is it just reciting, repeating over just to no, make sure? No, no, because we have to, every year the laws change. Yeah. So you have to go through courses doing the laws. And then we do, we do a seminar once a year and then we have courses throughout the year where it'll go through all different aspects of all the rule changes yeah. or upcoming rule changes. You know? Yeah. So it's just. And what would it be kind of out onto the pitch? No. Or we just You're here's the rules into Abbottstown study in, up into the into the classroom TV screen and that's it yeah no that's fair enough so match day you were just saying there about having banter with players on the pitch to try and I suppose break the ice and, and, and keep everything level before a game do you have a kind of a, a, a set plan or ritual or whatever something that you would look to go and approach managers coaches or anything like that to try and start that process earlier or you get to know them all faces and brutal with names brutal brutal I remember every Facebook yeah and you get to know who's good who's bad you get to know certain managers to where they'll come up to you at the start of the game oh hell yeah Jim at the end of the game you won't come over and shake your hand and that's the one thing I can't stand yeah whether I had a bad game I don't care just come over and shake my hand mate but don't walk away yeah. and leave me standing there. And then it's just an important part to everyone else is <coughs> the game of ball. Like it's, it is. We're just all the common respect. Look, I, was, I was raised to show respect. Yeah. Whether you're, you're bad or you're good, you still say, thanks. You thanks. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all. You don't have to say, okay. Go, go <laughs> have a point with your mates and, and course about me or whatever and say that black you know what I mean like yeah. I don't care but just come over and be and show a bit of respect what's the funniest bit of banter you got in the middle of the, in the middle of a game or like if somebody's trying to get or what's the cleverest way somebody's trying to get out of something <sighs> probably too many <laughs> no, I just have a bit of banter you always have to fella you know what I mean you turn around to you and you go to you F off ref you know yeah, yeah. and I'll call him over and I'll say what are you doing you know that if there's inspectors here, we have to send you off. I know, I know, I know. Now you can't be good. Show me a bit of respect. I know, I know. Inspectors could be listening to this right now, you know. No? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just turn around and say, "No, 
F yeah. off. And he kind of looks at you, and he get you get a smile out of him, and then they, they yeah. go off and it brings him back down yeah. again. Yeah, but it's called a bit of banter, you know what yeah. I mean? It breaks the ice. Yeah, and that's the way I've done it. Probably since I started, near enough anyway. You know, is there an age that is worse than any other age? Like when do they start turning? Well, no, probably because obviously when you're in senior to senior in, in senior level, it's right? easier because you have to deal with parents at under tens, elevens, and twelves. Yeah, yeah like that. Is that, that is yeah. that a tougher age? Yeah, the, the, to deal the with? junior footballs, the schoolboy footballs, worse because you're dealing with the line. Okay. Um, How bad are the lines? Are they bad? Some are. Uh, some clubs get a bad reputation, and you know when you're coming up, you're going to yourself, "Oh no, I'm you're in for it." Is. You know what I mean? And I just, uh, I've a deaf ear now. You know what I mean? It's not too bad, mm. but uh, they're bad, and the thirty fives are bad as the well. The thirty fives, yeah, just grumpy old men. That's all it is. It's going to be all men football. Listen, I, I have no, prob- <laughs> no problem agreeing with him because every player in over 35 football knows everything, don't oh, they? Yeah. They oh, know expect. everything, but it's not only that. Someone's running with the ball. You have the likes of Gav Nolan going down the wing, and next minute it's just swipe the legs, whack! And it starts. Two of them are standing up to punch the head off each other. Oh, no! Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a bit sad, isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> so, in your kit bag, how many whistles do you have before a game? A four. Good man. Do you test them all out? No. No? Just wait, yeah? I probably... Two do you have two sets of cards, or do you just... Your two comp? sets of cards. Yeah. A pump. For Oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I know. Move on. The ball. Yeah, I know, but I was like, <laughs> why should you have to worry about that? Oh, I have to worry, because... I know, now that you say it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And you turn up at a game. Now, is that an essential for a ref, or is it just no? That's you, right? That's me, right? Because you'll turn up at a game, and I'm gonna. Oh, forgot to pump the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have yeah. a pump. There you go. And else, any other tricks of the trade? Um, now, say you have two sets of cards. Do you have one in the socks, one in the? No, pocket? no, no. One of uh, just for force. I have a, I have two in the bag. Yeah. So sometimes you come home, say it's that lashing rain. You, you take your gear off. You could leave this one set on the counter. So you always have a second set in the bag, so you're you're ready. And just in case you don't have your coin, right? Just in case you don't have your coin. No, it's not rock paper scissors. What did you make it at? The poor fellas have to get I'd back for that. three months or I three seen, weeks or something. Yeah, Twenty-one yeah. days suspension. Yeah. Well, I looked at the video, and it's the English captain Steph Houghton. It's Man City against Reading. Like it's the Women's Premier League, and he obviously I've no coin. Yeah. And he just right. We'll go this way, and he's had to get in three weeks. Yeah. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah, good. It's a clever way of doing it. Now I know it's see. It's it, 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 it. You always say your stuff out if you have a dressing room before you go out. Yeah. But there's always a chance that you forget something. I've yeah. often gone out without me coin. I'd have to go off to the line and say, "Give us a land of a coin." Yeah, yeah. And I suppose, yeah, when you think about it, there's probably a couple of thousand there. Surely somebody Someone oh, has you a go, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny to see, but yeah, you got three weeks. Yeah. yeah. I have ice packs in my bag. Yeah, yeah. For now, are they for you oh. or for the player? About. All oh, right, to you. <laughs> Do you ever have to come off? You did. I think I remember you coming, getting injured in in a game before. Oh no, you probably continued on though. You probably did continue Actually, on. Actually, yeah, because at, at our level, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at our level, like what happens? Does the game get abandoned if the ref physically cannot go on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, sure. Jesus, fair play to Jimbo. Jimmy only walks around the centre circle. Yeah, yeah, it's grand. He's one of them. I only do about six a week. The offside for the one man show, it's got to be tough. Like, have you got a, a little trick of the trade? Like, a way of 
trying to figure it out in your head if he's at this point before because somebody was telling me if he's right beside him as I'm looking at the ball being kicked if he's a certain distance past him he knows he physically has to be offside one guy was trying to figure it out if he's about two yards when I see him kicking the ball and he's two yards gone he's definitely off this is a guy from the sideline no it was a ref saying I tried to figure it out that it was a certain distance that he was past the defender he was kind of saying more than likely he's offside so that's how I'd blow Right, so he's not necessarily a good referee. Yeah, and I was kind of going, and I was just nodding, going, I was really hoping not a lot of them are doing. Yeah, yeah, it. No. yeah, it's offside no, because it is hard. So it is hard. It is. But the the problem is, it, for you to catch offside, you have to be looking over your shoulder as well, right? Yeah. And what happens is sometimes you might miss something in front of you because you're looking over your shoulder to see yeah. what's going to happen because you're anticipating <laughs> him launching a ball over the top or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of looking over your shoulder. But something might go on here, but you can't do both. No. Yeah, like you're giving a tip in the ref course to a guy to how to judge it, like because you're you're literally at a tennis match trying to see the kick and see the line. It's it's a tough gig. Yeah, it's a tough gig, but you're you're told basically kind of positions you should be in, especially for corner kicks. Right. Blah blah blah. I you know when you have trios, it's different because they call the line. Of course, yeah. But when I was assessed the last time, the assessor told me that. I would, every offside that I've done I got 99.9% right okay. so yeah. I was happy with that plus it's probably an experience thing I presume you kind yeah. Of, yeah but you're still going to get it even if I if I blow on it, I've often been standing on the line and this ball comes over and I can see he's offside with a blow and you have the line screaming at you like he wasn't no, offside no, sure of course yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah. oh no you do people chance their arm but there is time as you said trios I mean there's linesmen there and I can't understand it at all how linesmen get offsides wrong when they're I mean you're standing behind them and they're blatantly oh, on no, gets oh, the yeah, offside yeah. but they're blatantly on is there like sometimes I'm not sure if they're able to keep up with the game is that one of the factors do you think there's a lot of I would see a lot of older referees in the Leinster Senior League and maybe they're just not able to, to keep up with the game maybe their eyes are going I don't know but the, the, it, it, it must be a hell of a lot easier to judge on a line than it is so they're still getting them wrong and, yeah. and, and a lot more a lot higher percentage than I would have thought do you find when you're doing the line that it's easy or is it not as easy as we would think it is from viewing from the side I haven't done the line in a long time. But when I done the line, I found that your concentration levels go. Okay. Because when you're a man in the middle, you're watching everything. When you're the lines man, you're not. Yeah. 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 You've got the line, you've got, you've got say, you're third of the field or whatever, quarter of the field that you're watching at any one time. So... You kind of go into a drift mode. That's what I found. Mm, mm. Where you're in the middle, you're concentrating, you're constantly looking what's going on, you're looking over your shoulder. If you hear someone talking behind your back, going, oh, it's my, you turn around to see who's saying it. Yeah. And then yeah, you're pointing yeah. the finger, you know what I mean? Trying I'd to be keep a terrible lines one. I'd be listening to the lads talking on the sideline and I'd almost want to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's a big good game from mo- the night before. I think most. You see that game? Oh, sh- sorry. Most do at the kind of lower levels. Obviously in the League of Ireland yeah. and above. They have to be fully focused. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's just a lo- slightly lower levels where there's, I suppose, a bit of crack. So just back on, on what happened at the weekend, do referees or 
what what are referees talking to each other? Now, just before this event and all, what are they talking about? What are they looking for to be implemented? Uh, because there has been a lot of abuse of uh, verbal abuse and I suppose intimidation in the game, especially over the last couple of years. And I've seen more and more of it coming from the FAI and, and DDSL. And, and even people at the weekend league. as well, they're marrying the two together now with all the crap that's been going on for the last, say, six weeks. Yeah. With the guy. Even with the guy, and yeah. they're kind of saying, right, enough's enough. Between what you've seen and the gate, well, me so what way? What way do the referees? What 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 is? What are they looking at? What are they asking for? Is there top meetings and talks with the, with the referees? Yeah, if you're in the society, you go into the meeting once a month or whatever. <coughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and they'll talk and talk and talk and talk. But I'm not in the society okay. <coughs> because well, I'm probably going to join it now because everybody's any referee who's not in the society is probably going to join it now. Yeah, because once you're with the society, you're insured. Right. Okay. At the moment, you have to have your own ah. insurance if you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Especially the way things are gone now. And is it getting worse, or is it has it always been the same? Do you feel? It's probably the variables has probably got more worse. Right. Don't see much physical now. I haven't seen physical in an awful long time. Like you yeah. know what I mean? And I don't think any player, anyone, as much. I've had referees, and they really, really get under your skin. Because they won't talk to you, they, they'll disrespect you. That's the biggest. Even if you're having to listen, referee, can I just talk to you? Get no. away from me, go on. And you go, okay, here, I'm just trying to talk to you. And you're the captain, and you're just trying to talk and say, listen, yeah. can we the discuss this? Things, yeah. So I think some referees, as you said, don't do themselves any favours. Um, and you can understand sometimes why someone wants to give them a a boot because that's what you normally do to the player <laughs> that's, that's the way some refs are they just quote with that attitude like that's the way they want to be you know? uh, I had one referee and I wish I could remember his name and we played against uh, Rialto and he was the best referee, referee ever because every, he made you feel like a million dollars you'd make a pass and it might be a long pass out wide unbelievable pass there Shano and you go, hold on, how do you know my name? Because he's listening to yeah, everything. That's yeah, what you told yeah. And he'd make you come off. And you could have lost the game. And, and at the end of the game, you come off thinking, yeah, you think you were after being, you know, Beckenbauer or Maradona or something like that. The whole team. And everyone came off that match going, jeez, that referee was great, wasn't he? He was brilliant. But that's what I do with the kids. Like, yeah. Compliment yeah. the kids all the time. Because it's great. Because you see them growing up and then you see how much they're improving year on year when you come yeah. back and do the same team. And it's unbelievable. Like, yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at what. Look at the girls. The girls has just gone from nothing to unbelievable. There's Dobbsy's young one. Yeah. Oh, she's just come on tenfold. I've never seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's great. Yeah. Like to see. Is there? Has there been any situations that you've been fearful? You said you were assaulted twice. Assaulted twice. Yeah. What were the assaults? What was the nature of the assaults? <laughs> First one was in D twenty two. Doing a game, there was about two minutes left in the game. Two fellas tackled, fella got up off the ground, threw three punches at this fella, and the, all the teams came in and separated. I called him over, took out the red card, showed him the red card, and he says, You can't send me off, what did I do? He <laughs> <laughs> says, says, You just punched him, and he says, Get off the park. With that, throws a dig, I move. Because I, I swung back, yeah. he caught me cry, right across the chest with a punch. Ooh, hadn't happened? 
from that? Well, I reported to the league and all that. I don't know. I didn't chase I, it up after. All right. So the, the league... Would the league maybe the league are at fault here? Maybe they're not being stern enough. And this is what I'm talking about. Clubs need to be penalised as well. Clubs need to be penalised. Especially the clubs at the weekend. Reoffending clubs yeah. need to be heavily pay, yeah. uh, uh, penalised. As in, there needs to be bans for teams or, or even yeah. clubs if it goes that that far. But I think it's very lean. They'll give you a four week ban, ten week ban, yeah. a year ban. Still not enough because it doesn't deter you. You know. So yeah, probably needs to be a bit more. What was the second one? up the road here in Griffin and I was doing a game and I gave a free kick I think just outside the area this player came running at me and barged into my chest and knocked me flying so I just abandoned the game straight away yeah mm. wasn't yeah. taking it and here he is oh no don't do not do that don't do that I says no I says I'm not putting up with that crap yeah so I just abandoned the game straight away and went home yeah, yeah right, thanks, and this is what I was thinking I know we're going to wrap up here but this is what I was thinking I can't believe that and it beggars belief I would never see a team I know I've never been in a team and I've never seen any team that would let anyone touch a referee that's like the worst thing you could do like and I'm, I'm very surprised that no, you'd expect like I'm very surprised players teammates on the pitch and then you're coaching and so you, like, you'd be surprised like it's shocking to think that at least half of the wooden straight away go let's end this quick yeah. let's and start this out yeah and I'm, I, you'd be disgusted yeah. at that club for letting that happen yeah 100%. Okay, Dave, we're going to a break. We're going to a break just very quickly. Thank you very much, Jimbo. Pleasure. Cheers. Referees, oh, banker. Uh, <laughs> Ireland's nil all. Poor old Shiny Maguire could be in trouble again, injury wise. I don't know how bad it just says, maybe a bad one. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's only back. Um, I think Obafemi is on, but it's nil nil and it's still 2 0 with England. Rooney's on, but by all accounts, uh, not much happening. Uh, what did Chris Waddle say? It's a Sven-like game, very good first half an hour, and now USA are making us look really poor. So there you go, 2-0, nil all with Ireland, so, and by all accounts, Northern Ireland are all over us. Right. Coming up to a break. You're listening to Liffey Sound on 96.4 FM. So there you go, that's Charlie Austin now uh, part of uh, Blower of a Park Life. And uh, everyone's jumping on Twitter, praising him today, the one-man band show that he is, because VAR is officially coming to the Premier League next season. It is, but did, did, did Charlie Austin realise that not so long before that incident, there was a penalty for, for Wofford that wasn't given, and if VAR was in, they probably would have got that penalty. Yeah. They probably would if they scored it or not, and that instant wouldn't have came around. So, uh, yeah. But at the same time, regardless of it, it's great to see a, a player kind of not being so sanitised once in a while and actually just having a bit of PC a blowout. Friendly. You know, instead of, yeah, we gave 100% today and if, we, if it had gone our way, it would have been a nice three point. He was proper pissed off and he went for it. And Spoke it's great with his heart. Spoke with his heart. Exactly. And that's what you love to see once in a blue moon. You love to see the managers or players just crack and be a bit real for a change. Instead of, yeah, we gave 110% out there today. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we were let down. It was great. Oh, wow. No, it was great. Loved it. But he was wrong. But VAR back uh, in next year. Are you happy? Yeah, I, I 
I like VAR. Yeah, I, th- I think it down. wipes out 99.9%. The fact that it's going to be on 10 matches a week, every week, it's going to get better and better. Like I'm sure rugby back in the day, I can't remember, but Especially I'm sure at the start it would have money in, fo- in English football was yeah. going on. Like it's oh, stop you there. Money in English football. Richard Scudamore getting a five million payoff, yeah. and every club has given two hundred fifty grand. Well, they're not because five oh. have refused to pay. Go, he's still going to get it anyway. He won't get. It. Will he not? No, he won't get. He it. should refuse it. Five have refused, and if five refuse. Normally, others will hop on the bandwagon then as well. Because apparently, he's to get it over three years. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense because he's 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 making three and a half million a year anyhow. So why would you? <laughs> and I'm sure he's making a few other quid. I'd say he's got his fingers in many pies. Yeah. And uh, I can't think of a woman's name, and I'm sorry for that. But uh, I was kind of interested because when I heard female happy days, might be a bit interesting. Maybe not so. Maybe start giving a bit back to the everyday working fan because it's getting harder and harder for them to actually sit in a seat and watch a game nowadays. It's it's for the it's for the rich. And then I seen her CV, and she's with every TV channel under the sun. So she's probably there for no other thing other than another monster payouts from TV yeah. rights every couple of years I'd say that's our one and only goal get us more money unfortunately um, but best of luck wish her all the best and hopefully yep. it all goes well but by all accounts when I've seen the fact that she's been in TV for 20-25 years you can imagine that's going to be your ultimate game yeah. make yeah. more billions so yeah that, that'll be interesting to see um, but yeah when I said it to you before it's, it's all over for United now the final nail yeah give us give us Fellaini's hair is gone oh we're seeing that yeah <laughs> Sad. It's gone. Sad Samson teacher. is gone. Your 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 savior is no more. <laughs> Jim, because I know you're a Manchester United supporter, uh, like myself, right? Keep it light, lads. Uh, Keep it light. And, and it's tough times. Tough times. Uh, <laughs> but after the Manchester City game, which Manchester United were totally outclassed, uh, uh, Man City dominated the game. Yeah. They got a goal back. Yeah, they probably deserved a goal back. They, they, they worked hard to get, but. Mourinho's comments at the end were we had to play Fellaini for the full 90 minutes we had to start him uh, in the team if we had had Fellaini a fresh Fellaini yeah. uh, energised Fellaini come on for the last 20 minutes Man City were in big big trouble his exact words <laughs> how frightening is that comment for a Manchester United fan so distress isn't it oh like I've said it from day one when he went as long as he's there, United will never lift no. the magic trophy ever. And they it's no disrespect to Fellaini. They won't lift it with grace. No, but no disrespect to Fellaini. Fellaini is good at what he does, and he's very good at what he does. But an elite team, especially Man United, or a team who wants to win a Premier League, if that guy, if a player of his ilk is playing week in, week out, I personally don't think he'll win a league. It's as simple as that. No. He is effective. Incredibly he is effective. great at what he does. When he came on against Juventus, United were terrible against Juventus. He came on and he frightens people. And in reality, you shouldn't be chasing games. You should be dominating no. games. So therefore, when United become good again, he should be slowly pushed away. If you know what I mean. I That's don't my think, thinking. I don't think he should be pushed away. I, t- I still think he's a, he's a good player to have. He's just he, yeah. he's, your, he's your plan B if things are falling apart. But if you have a manager in who's effective in what yeah. way Guardiola is with uh, even Emre is with Arsenal you can see positive things coming out then obviously as you said that player will probably drift away because he won't well, get as much time in, but he won't be needed as much so no. to speak you no. know um, so yeah and the fact that the manager's saying it now makes it more worrying yeah. for United yeah. it's like right enough's enough now and it was the first time ever and it's not a criticism because it was just because constant moan about Pogba United is getting a bit boring but it was the first time ever where Neville instead of a f- pundit was a bit of a fan yeah one or two of it oh he's, so good. he's really good and he's really good and you're like 
is he? Yeah. Lindelof really good no. and all of a sudden well he was grasping for words wasn't yeah, he yeah but because it was the first time he sounded like a fan if you know what I mean yeah, because no. I think the he way Sunas asked the question it kind of put stumped. him in the corner yeah. yeah he was stumped so he didn't know what to say yeah. but listen Manchester United it's 12 games into the season it's, it's a third of the way through the season and they're already out of the title race and if that's not a sack they're going to have to fight hard for the I Champions League spot yeah. oh, they're not going to get hard. it they are not going to get it unless Mourinho goes they're not going to get it and that's 100% I would say the gap is as far as it is going to be I'd say he, if it, as soon as it gets a bit further he's gone it's like the Champions League now because they know the league I think gone. it's the first time since 1990 that Manchester United are a negative goal difference it's unbelievable minus they, one what was the stat on the weekend they're minus one obviously but if you come to the right but they have conceded they've only the Fulham have less clean sheet is it more Less clean sheets than them. That's it. All other 18 clubs are more clean sheets yeah. than Man United. Yeah, you know? And Mourinho's allegedly, his defensive side of things is a strong point. Jimmy, rant. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called depression. But it is. Like, and even the, the banter between Liverpool and United fans, it's almost not as heavy as it used to be no. because it, even United fans are struggling to fight because it's just... It, but it's, it's not even... Got, I don't watch them anymore. Yeah, but it, it, that's it. That's how bad it's, it is. It's really hard to watch United. Really, really hard. Um, so yeah very interesting now times and I'd say one or two map he could be out soon if one or two defeats come in quick succession because he I is, think he has that to. gap is going think he really to. far in the, for the Champions well, League that, that comment that he, he had made that just gave it that, uh, that was it that was, end, that was end of hope yeah, yeah. altogether uh, just want to talk about this one because I didn't get to talk about it last week Excuse it's a, about a transgender MMA fighter mm-hmm. her name is uh, Fallon Fox she thumped the head off and broke broke her jaw or skull of her opponent uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, And it's an interesting one because it's obviously transgender, so you have the strength of a man, yet you're fighting against women, and she's already broken someone's jaw in one of her first fights. Mm. Is, Is this... The PC world gone absolutely crazy yeah. and oh, yeah. gone just gone mad altogether. Well, yeah. that's what they're saying with the Olympics. What's going to happen with the Olympics now? Are we going to have a transgender gender Olympics? Yeah. Will it be like another class uh, yeah. for men, yeah. women, and trans? Yeah, yeah. They were talking about there the other day. Like. But then women who have changed to men and men who have changed to women, will they? Oh, no. Will that have to be separate ones? Because uh, technically that's a man against a woman, so the man's going to win, yeah, even crazy. though they're both... Yeah, but you can't call Actually, them no, transgender man, transgender woman, yeah. can you? It's I'd hate to be the commentator. And that was a great run by the lady who was a man, but is in the <laughs> men's division. I, I give up. I quit. <laughs> but it, 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 look, there was a fella on the other day who, wants, who was 69, and he wants to change his age to 49. Oh, yeah. Did you hear him? To do date So he could do date, yeah, date and say, And I think something to do with keeping his job because he would have to retire or something <laughs> like that. So he wants to legally change his age you to can change 49. Your age by Depot now. So, well, do you know who you should talk to? Abba Femi Martins. He's the legend. Uh, Babi Yarrow. I always remember an interview with Babi Yarrow. They were talking about his underage setup in Nigeria. Oh, yeah, I remember with the under 21s. Oh, sorry, um, Babi Yarrow was trying to make it to the Olympics something for the under 23s. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, uh, who? Abba Femi Martins. Oh, she was in the under 21s with me and I'm 29. No uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I see a lot of that and I still see a lot of that around yeah. you know, at the moment. But uh, yeah. here, here's something that grinds my gears, right? Go to that. Go money show. Go up. Schoolboy teams who play older players in games. I don't get it. Last week, we had a game against this fella. He must have went home with his kids and everything in the car yeah. because this fella was playing an under 10 game and... 
Obviously, he didn't have kids, but he was about 13. And I don't see where the benefit is. That's nothing. I don't get, I don't get it. That's nothing. Go on. But see, oh, when we were at Griffith Park when I was only eight and Philip Murphy was probably about 15. <laughs> yeah, but he was only about 15 inches high, wasn't he? Oh, uh, no, it was obvious. He had the runny and everything. It was so blatant. He was, was born with that. It was the first time he won. <laughs> and we won 3 2 in the match. Their match was absolutely mental. And we were like, quick, get in the van. Let's go, let's go. We just robbed them blind. But the NDSL have the age cards. And uh, right. Yeah, and they should bring that in everywhere. Like, I don't get why they don't do that. It's, yeah. it's a simple procedure, isn't it? No, it's nuts. Yeah. Listen, just before we kind of go into the last uh, 15 minutes we're just going to go to a quick break and we'll be back with more tune to Lippy Sound 96.4 FM yes it's 96.4 and this is the big kick off with me and Ryan we still have referee James Smith here with us and uh, one a great tweet has come in already from uh, on the RT run that uh, due to the backstop Darren Randolph has been given man of the match by all accounts it was all him in the second half um, we have talked about Republic of Ireland so many times yeah, on, on this I show. I haven't got it in me. I haven't got it in me, yeah. no. It's, it's like talking about United, isn't it? It's, it's, it's even <laughs> yeah. worse. Yeah. It's um, even worse. So. And uh, well well done, see. Martin O'Neill. The only thing is, Aubafemi uh, has committed to Ireland. Um, it all came out today because yesterday it was like, uh, my opinion obviously has flipped immediately because you're thinking, is, is O'Neill's softly, softly approach not working? Does yeah. he need to be a bit devious and put them in or whatever but now he's all in he's committed so listen best of luck uh, I read a, a quick article from Kelvin Davis I think he was a goalkeeper if I'm right in saying yeah. but he's his coach at Southampton and he says look people say players are pacey this guy is lightning now obviously how good he is as a finisher it remains to be seen for me yeah, but, but by all about accounts the, other fella who's the guy is lightning she- Sheffield Wednesday is he no? Uh, another striker oh there's a guy he scored a hat trick. Aaron Connolly or something's his name. He's with yeah, Brighton. He's, he's seventeen goals or something. Yeah, yeah. He scored a hat trick for young like, twenty three. Why, why hasn't he been brought yeah. in? Like you know what I mean? Listen, it's it's what uh, I wouldn't want us to go too mad. We definitely need to cast the, the net out there and grab a couple of players. And I I don't care because we've always done it. Even before Jack, we we had a few. And let's not hide behind that. But up front, I will take a player from anywhere in the world. Like we're we're desperate. So yeah, get them in, and we'll give them a go, and we'll let's see what happens. We 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 don't have a goal scorer. You can try and pretend we do. We don't, because um, Maguire still has to prove it for us. They all have to prove it for us. Oh, yeah. So yeah, get them in, bring in the Conley, have a look at them, whatever it may be. But it's the one position where I'm like, yeah, I don't care where they're from, get them in. You know, West so Ham, we'll see. Declan Rice, well, contract negotiations done, not done. I I, I believe there is war going on because they're bringing in Sam uh, Nazari. Oh yeah, and apparently he's a serious wage. 90 80, grand or something. eighty grand a week he's going to get, and they're only win. offering Declan Rice twenty one grand That's right. from three, mm-hmm. and he's a permanent fixture mm-hmm. for last year and this year. So, so as soon as he comes in, the, the, the agent can walk in and go, "Well, at least fifty or sixty make it look." Yeah, I think this is a. A typical West Ham thing where yeah. they make a balls of everything mm-hmm. they do and this could be another one and they Nazari, need team players and you know Nazari he's actually but they need stinks. team players yeah. and he's not one he's end not, of story no, what's no. he gonna like honestly it's, it's, a, it's a funny one um, and C. O'Neill said Stephen Kenny has all the attributes to be an international manager that's yeah. Michael O'Neill not Martin yeah I did see that today <laughs> yeah it, well, he does and, and Michael yeah. can see because he came through the same, same stock. avenue so mm. Oh yeah, and Stephen Kenny, a hundred percent. But then again, it's 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 tough with Ireland. So of course it is. you know, it's not going to be as easy as just walking in. I mean, you look at Michael O'Neill there now; he's having a sticky spot at the moment. Mm. So, but you have to believe in the person that you're in. And mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately for everyone, people don't believe in the the Keane and O'Neill situation. So 
you know, sometimes when you don't believe, like Mourinho and, and yeah. Jim, then you just have it's to... It's a mood, it's infectious, and if, yeah. if you're negative, it's, it's going to spread, like, you know, it is what it is. Are you setting up a comment? Uh, no, I was, but it's not now. No. Oh, all right, I'm moving on, so... Did you happen to watch Tony Bellew's last fight last week? I got to see a little bit of it. No? No. Not, not particularly. Um, it was thoroughly enjoyable because I was dying to see this guy, because... Going, reading through the box and say he, he's fought everywhere and anywhere but he hasn't been on mainstream TV too much and I'll be brutally honest I hadn't seen him but he's the real deal he's an incredible six or seven hundred fights and the whole lot he's mm. one of these Ivan Drago type characters and then of course in the build up he got to know a bit more about him and impressive athlete um, so it's nice to see him Like and by all accounts it was going to be his for the taking so Bellew in fairness and credit to him for the first two or three rounds he was really sticking to a game plan tough game plan yeah but you could almost see he was just the brain was just computing you could see it with you Sig. he was just computing and eventually I've got him I've yeah. got me range I've got me thing the jab started to come in in the fourth and all of a sudden he was getting there and then literally a split second before the bell in the sixth Bellew just dropped the hands I think he was about to go to the corner but it was before the bell right. and Usyk jumped in it absolutely cracked him with his left buzzed him and that was the beginning of the end he obviously buzzed him from the start then the 7 and 8 just slowly systematic everything was working and uh, he was kind of a bit punch drunk slash knackered because it was a really it's what he had to do to beat him but unfortunately he just couldn't keep it up for what Bellew. feeling did you get from Bellew in the fight from the start from the start he, he didn't look as super confident as he usually did now you could easily it could be a bit of one of two things the bit of fear without a doubt whether they'd admit it or not and maybe it was starting to sink this is it hmm. so maybe he didn't quite have the same fire in his belly but you definitely it, it, the, the other thing about it when he eventually found his range and he got the better of him and he, he knocked him out in the eighth uh, the interview was tough yeah like two or three times he, sorry what round was it he, and you knew it was like get him off yeah. Like and even the guy who was interviewing him, if he had any heart, he would have said, would have "Listen, Tony, him. I'll talk to you later." Yeah. You know, it was shocking because apparently I don't know whether it's an, an official one, but I know in the UFC, I know your man Rogan doesn't interview anyone who's been knocked out until later on. But, and uh, if he said it once, he said it twenty times. Too. It was like the same thing, and then he kept kissing him. And I was really kind of like, "Listen, that's somebody sitting down. He's mm. he's still a bit buzzed. It's obvious." So it was a bit tough in that sense. But credit where credit's due, he he doesn't. But this guy is a serious. Fighter Eddie Hearn's involved with him. I don't know if he's officially his main guy, and they're already talking about heavyweights. He's only a couple of pounds away from being in the heavyweight division. So I'd say this fight was definitely to let the British fans know who he is. I'd be shocked if he's not against uh, Derek Chisora is fighting Dylan White in ne- next again month. exactly. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of the winner of that could be his first heavyweight. And then don't be surprised Wembley. Joshua because he said himself I'd love to he's play actually him. hinted more you said this a while ago yeah. and he's hinted at it recently yeah. and if it is couldn't be bothered couldn't be arsed now I have to say watching it's Chisora and Joshua oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. White no, and, no, no. And that's, that's been and done now forget it no but I think for Usyk yeah I yeah. think it's that it'll fight one of them just to get up again and really hammer at home how good he is and then take on Joshua or any of the big guys or whatever yeah. and he's a good size like he's John Ray Bellew he was never a heavyweight no and but this guy probably Good. wouldn't look too out of place Good. 15 and a half stone and have the power you know and of so course Fury and Wilder's only yeah, around the corner now two weeks away two weeks away yeah. Frampton that's starting to build and up now and he looks in great condition write him off at your peril every time especially yeah. after the Klitschko fight I, I didn't take him too seriously and then watching that fight I was like Jesus this guy has it like in the brain like yeah. he was brilliant he was so awkward and cl- 
jays, I thought that was inside instead of outside. <laughs> Sorry, something's at the buzzing past the window there and had to get in the fight of me life. <laughs> but he was so awkward and you could see Klitschko was confused. He couldn't compute, he couldn't find, right, I'll get the, and he just couldn't figure out how to finish him off. It was great. The so, only thing I'd be worried about with Tyson Fury is the longevity in the fight. Is he going to be able to get yeah, through 12 100%, 100%. rounds? That's the only thing I'd be worried about. Um, and just to finish off on boxing, uh, seen a sad clip from Anthony Agogo the other night? No. Can you remember Anthony Gogo? I can't remember which Irish fighter he, def he defeated, but he was a gold medalist in uh, London 2012, and he started his career, his pro career. But he, his eye socket, he, he got his eye socket smashed in one of his fights, oh, sorry, and yeah. he had a kind of he kind of developed a lazy eye because I seen him on a celebrity Bear Grylls thing. I was like, what the hell? Why is he doing this? And then the story came about that yeah, he can't get into boxing, he can't get his license. So it was a now or never operation he went to get last week. Started off that looked well, but when he went in during the week for the final tests, not nothing you can do. And right. he, like the guy's 25, 26, he's in the peak of his career, and he's never got the chance to to get it running. And it was just he was very gracious now, but it was heartbreaking to watch a guy. You could just see a guy's dreams shattered, you know. Yeah. And it was something. Just an unfortunate injury, so it was, a, it was a tough one to watch if anyone wants to see it, and if anyone knows of the guy, but yeah, unfortunately, it, this career is over before it started, professional-wise, like, unfortunately for him. Did you get to see any of the rugby at the weekend? Uh, I watched Argentina, which is who we played. I, I was in it, I don't know why, but I was in an elbow. I didn't watch a hell of a lot. I don't know what I was, was doing. absolutely diabolical. I was only back, I was like a zombie, I'll be honest, and if I was watching the 80 minutes, I'm going to have to say I can't even remember. Yeah, no, they didn't... It was full of mistakes. Right. It wasn't. It, it was a win. And I asked, was there another game on at the same time? Right. I, I remember kind of flicking between a couple of things, but I can't remember no. whether it was that game or no. Because I'll tell you why. The parents are up. That's why. <clears throat> and I was on the background. And I couldn't concentrate. I'll be honest. And your jet lag. Oh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll go jet lag. My dad's not born. I swear. I hope he's not listening. Don't <laughs> 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 be that. Uh, away tonight, so go easy. So they said they've made four changes for the Saturday's game against New Zealand with Rob Carney. Uh, it's Gary a bit spiky Rimmel, this week, isn't David. it? Well, Devon Toner was missed. Mm. They lost in the first half. They lost, I think, four, maybe about four lineouts, and yeah. that's not like Ireland. No, at no. all. And I remember watching a bit of New Zealand England game, and they really got at um, oh, what's his name, Maro Atoji. They really got, he's like one of the best around and they really went after him in a second and they won three or four of his line outs. So they're not going to be messing around when it comes to the line outs. So we're going to have to, we're really after going to have to up our game. But I have to say it's been a bit spiky this week. You know, yeah. it's a big test for them. They know this is the best of the Northern Hemisphere. We know they're the best it is. So it's a good test for everyone. But oh yeah, Bundyaki, oh yeah, he's a ringer. He's real Irish. Like, like yeah, they're, they're yeah, cranking yeah. the notch up a bit. And obviously the Irish are going to play the cool way and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll do it on the pitch. But these are good at doing stuff like that. So, yeah, it's getting a bit spiky and I'm yeah, looking forward and to it. i tell you why. Because I believe if Ireland win, they're within touching distance. Ooh. One game okay. of going number one. So, say New Zealand have a stinker, lose this week and maybe even lose their next fixture next week and Ireland win, we could be number one. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's that close. Now, I don't see that happening. Not, no. that, not that I don't Supposedly see Ireland. they're coming here to make a point. They are coming uh, to make a point. I, I'm telling you one thing. Listen, you, you think you're the nearest Ireland don't treat we'll this like you. this is England coming to take a flag and take over Ireland again. Like that type of... If they don't have that type of attitude, it, it could be tough to watch because New Zealand gave Ireland the respect last year by being so physical. Like, and when they were being so physical, that was their way of saying, these are a serious side, let's flatten them. 
and they're going to do that again but they're going to do that again with their class of rugby so Ireland are going to have to roll up their sleeves and treat this like it's the World Cup final because it's, it's, it, this is a great test they're, they're playing a, this isn't a friendly this is a proper proper test to see how good we really are and I hope they treat it that it's way it's on late in the evening as well isn't it? 7, seven o'clock oh. and Channel 4 I don't know what Irish channel are showing up but Channel 4 have the coverage uh, for the UK they've been uh, showing a lot of That's European right, rugby yeah, this week because I've seen the ads all week uh, the biggest game in world rugby f- this year the best of the north playing the best of the south too, no. uh, they could be I don't know if there's Irish uh, showing it live but it's definitely on channel 4 part of the deal with the IRFU well I know TV3 have the competitive games the Six Nations and the World Cup I know that so unless they have yeah the RT don't yeah, have them anymore I think it's TV3 no I watched it on RT last week did you? yeah but I think Virgin Media have the Home. Six Nations and the World Cup they have the official competitive games I'm not sure if they have the Internationals, okay, yeah, the friendly. So, but definitely, it's a it's a massive game, and like I know, afterwards we can kind of get over it, but it'll definitely be a great test to see just where Ireland are at the moment because we're great at peaking in the middle, as we said on this show a few times. And you just hope we still have a bit yeah. enough momentum for next year to at least get to the semis. Just about to wrap it up, are we? And uh-huh. and next week, <laughs> next week, we have an unbelievable guest. Rob Little's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously haven't did you know Rob Little no okay go home and look at it uh, <laughs> no we're, we're, we're delighted we have a great guest next week Eamon Dumfries coming on got? this show give, it, give us Eamon well 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 boys uh, no sorry you have to do that now in front of me yeah, yes. yeah no we're delighted to have I'll probably ask something like what's so it like to think everyone thinks they know how to do your voice yeah, like, well, everyone fancies it, it. but do. you know what everyone does they do Mario Rosenstock's impression they do yeah 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 but anyway so any questions? They're on to us, Shano. We better go. Yeah, send it in and uh, <laughs> we, will, we will ask those questions for you. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, James. Oh, and uh, wait, wait, we'll bring you to your car just to make sure anyone's outside. Going, that sent me off three years and I'm still, I'm waiting. I told you I'd get you. Especially, I told you I'd get you. Especially to know he's no insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thanks very much, mate. Thank you, Roy. Thanks. We'll be back next week. All the best. Cheers.